Talking Again podcast. Well, you said that since you were a little girl, you, you kind of knew that you wanted to be in entertainment somehow, right? Mm-hmm. What what do you think it was that, that made you realize that that's what you wanted to do at such a young age? You know, I don't think I knew what it was then. Mm. Like when I was a kid, I thought it was acting, yeah. right? Mm. So I didn't know what medium it was going to be. I thought it was going to be acting. That obviously didn't work out, <laughs> uh, which was fine. Well, you say you did a soap opera? I did. You, what what yeah, soap yeah. opera? Did it was work? called Sunset Beach. What? It was Aaron Spelling. Yeah. yeah, it was. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I did. I did some things, yeah. you know, but but getting a steady career as an actor, mm-hmm. like. You you have to be waiting tables on the side. You have to be right. working That's that, old, that good old story, right? Right. Like, bartender, waiting tables. That was me in my early 20s. <laughs> that was what I did. Yeah. I thought for sure, you know, if I keep doing this and I follow yeah. all the rules and I take every class and I go on every audition and I eventually something's going to hit. And yeah, like things would break every once in a while, but certainly, again, not a way to make a living. Um and then I realized it, it was weird. I traveled down this weird path through that. And then it, it, it was, I was doing stand up comedy, which is what got me into writing. Yeah. And then writing eventually got me into writing screenplays. And that eventually led me into the world of entertainment journalism. And now I am really living like this dream life in this dream career that I didn't even know existed. Yeah. I never would have picked this. I didn't know. Yeah. But I trusted the journey and just did what i knew how to do and put my heart into it and thankfully like you know if you if you knock hard enough eventually yeah. someone's gonna open a door welcome to the podcast my talk a little shit get a little brash my drink a little bit smoke a little bit vibe a little bit laugh a little bit yeah host the buffer down Tell it like it is, only tell it real. Live every Tuesday, you know the deal. We talking again, we talking again. Now tuned in to the tap in. Now tuned in to the tap in. What's up, everybody? This is Fidel Talking Again Podcast, another edition of the show. In studio, I have Sari Cohen. How are you? I'm great. Thank right. you for having me. Well, thanks for coming by. Absolutely. Yeah, you finally made it to the studio. Yeah, yeah. it's been a long time coming. Right, hasn't it? Yeah. I feel like it has. Yeah, a couple yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. That's awesome. Uh, how's it been for you with lately with 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 work with work working virtually? It's crazy. This Zoom life is nuts. Yeah. Um, you still haven't been able to go out, right? Like, do any interviews like live? They have not started that back up again. They're they are just starting. So. They, I know that there was like a red carpet recently, and uh, there have been talks about that. It's it's certainly looking different mm-hmm. than it was pre-pandemic. Yeah. Um, and I know people are still a little bit reluctant, but yeah, as of now, everything is still over Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. I have an interview coming up on Tuesday again over Zoom. Yeah. Which is still weird. It's still weird. It's like normal, but it's weird. Yeah, it it definitely weird, but I I just don't like it because of the feedback and sometimes like, wait, what? Wait, are you froze? What? What? <laughs> You're like, I, that's the kind of stuff that I go like, ah, because it, it it does interrupt the flow of your conversation, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And and I, that's why I do these live because. If it if anyone's gonna interrupt the flow of the conversation, it's gonna be us, yeah, right? Right. <laughs> right. Or if we have uh, somebody backstage or or behind the scenes, right? That's, yeah. That does anything, but uh, for the most part, it's it's gonna be we create it. You know, we control it. You know, yeah. as opposed to like being uh sub so sub, you know, submit to 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 like uh, uh what is it a 
a bad connection. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The technical guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. It's a that was a really hard adjustment for yeah. me because like we were talking before, the art of the interview yeah. is all about connection. Right. And and when you're in person and you're looking in someone's eyes and you're you're having a conversation, it's about the connection that you have. Yeah. And so what happens when you don't have that? How do you interview people when you've got a computer screen? in between it's like, not the same i know you can see them right there and you see their eyes mm-hmm. and you see their mannerisms and and the, whatever emotion they're showing by not saying anything you can see it but it's not the same it's not the same and there was this weird awkward transition at the beginning like everyone was awkward yeah no one knew what they were doing right. it just it just got real weird real what's quick. scary though is how how people are getting so used to it and comfortable with it yeah right isn't yeah. it like where now it's like people are making it an actual like it's a business you know like there's yeah. people that have monet are monetizing from it now and i will continue to monetize i think mm-hmm. you know um obviously we're going to go back to somewhat of a normalcy right eventually right. but i think there's gonna be a lot of people that are going to continue to do this employees themselves like employers send out their, their employees to go work from home i was my wife when this first started when she got her notice that she's going to work i, I go dude you're not going to go back to work you're not going to go back to work because it just makes so much more sense to keep you here at home. When you're making, you're probably getting more done here because when you go to an office, you, you don't remember office work. You've never done office work, huh? Oh, no. I, okay. Been, <laughs> I didn't start here. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> well, office yeah. works, yeah. You know, you come in and you don't, you, you come in at 8, you don't work, work till 1030, yeah. right? Yeah. Coffee, breakfast, and then and then you know, your lunch, you got to plan for your lunch. So you're really working, working three or four hours a day. Yeah. No, totally. And lots of distractions. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely, I mean, I, I've been weirdly working remotely as well, like years before this. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I mean, it, it was, I was going to events. I yeah. was constantly going and covering events, but I would come home to write. You know, I was never, as, as a writer, I was never in an office writing. Yeah. So I had that, you know. That's a bit of a luxury, though, yeah. to kind of be able to like, well, really, with the laptop, you can pop up anywhere you want. You anywhere. can go to the beach, relax exactly. at the beach, and just hang out and start writing. Yeah. Did you ever do that? I have, although it's very <laughs> distracting. Is it? There's been like times where, so I covered the Latin Grammys a bunch of times, and they're, they're certainly there when you're turning out content, you know, or you're, or any award show, really, where you're in the media room, and like that stuff has to come out real quick. Yeah. You know, it's distracting, especially like Latin Grammys is Vegas, and there's a lot going on. And is it always in Vegas? Yeah. Latin oh, okay. I think. Uh, I thought it was here in the SoCal. In Miami, I feel oh. like the, there it uh, was. Yeah. I want to say like the last one or the one before might have been in Miami. Yeah. Um, but for years it was in Vegas, so that's always where I went. Perks of perks of uh, of doing those kind of interviews, all the traveling that you get to do. Oh man, I is that out of places. pocket? Yeah. Oh, that yeah. sucks. Yeah, because it, it, I mean, it depends on your outlet. But for me, um, because I'm an independent contractor, oh, okay. so I get paid per per article, per project, mm. per you know job that yeah. I take. Every job that I take. Um. So yeah, everything is, you know, I, yeah, pay out of pocket. Yeah. Well, as an independent, <laughs> con- you get to write it off though, and all You're that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's like a paid vacation sometimes. Yeah. So it's coming. Yeah. I'll get, I'll get reimbursed for it, but yeah. it, it's gonna come out of pocket. You'll make first. it work, huh? Mm-hmm. If you get a good accountant. I, I have one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you hustle. You have to hustle hard. I mean, before this, I always say I was working seven days a week. You know, yeah. twenty-four hours. I shouldn't say so. Sixteen hours was like a normal day for me. Wow. But and it was in not in writing though, and doing it was everything. It was from the start of the day, mm-hmm. you know, from the time I would leave my house in Irvine, cover an event in LA, 
get everything I needed, come home, write the story, yeah. and get it out in time for it to be relevant. Yeah. You know, 16 hour days, seven days on end, and I wouldn't even think twice about it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. You know, I certainly like, I always tell anybody, like, listen, if you ever want to get into entertainment reporting, do not do it for the money. <laughs> you're not like, you're in it for the passion and the love and, and what you get to experience and what you get to share with the world and all of that. But yeah, it's uh, you're basically hustling just to stay above yeah. water. <laughs> well, no, we, we did talk about that earlier on the live when we did it earlier. Um, that you can definitely tell that you're doing it for the passion. You know, you can see it in your interviews. It's you're never. It's always you're always smiling. Uh, very organic, very genuine. You know, uh, that's why I really enjoy watching your videos. You know, because I'm like, this isn't someone that's just doing it to what well, what did we say earlier to get famous mm -hmm. right it was, it's just like because they genuinely love what they're doing and you love to feature and showcase artists or you know right thank you yeah. that's the biggest compliment to me thank mm -hmm. you because it's the truth and i'm glad mm -hmm. that i'm gl i'm happy that you see that yeah yeah it's uh not fake no it's i've never fake. been one for that yeah. i'm not i'm not really good at that kind <laughs> of stuff so yeah. i don't know if that works for me or against me but it is what it is. I say it all the time. It's harder. It's harder to live the life. So why fake? You know, it's just hard to fake it. Yeah. It's just so much easier to be true, hundred percent. And you, some people might not like it, and it's okay. Yeah. You know, but just move on. And, right. Then I'm not for them. And thank goodness, yeah. I know, and you know, and it's fine. I'm not offended. Yeah. Like What you think of me is none of my business. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm in it because you know I love it. Some of those interviews that you've done, though, I can imagine. Uh, the people that you've interviewed, like famous people, we're talking Ringo Starr and stuff like that. Yeah. Puja, I mean, we're, the list goes on and on. You guys can check it out. Make sure you Google Sarah, Sarah Cohen. But uh, do you ever have a personal or have you ever established a personal relationship with sure. somebody? Yeah. 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 There's been a few. People. I feel it's real easy for them to with you. So, you know what I mean? You make it easy. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, such a compliment. No, no, seriously. Um, yeah, no, I, I, you know, when that becomes your world, it becomes your norm and the people that you associate with. So, yeah, no, I've developed, I've, I've absolutely made friends with a lot of people that I have interviewed, stayed yeah. friends, and have become good friends that's with cool. them, and it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Like I said, it, you, I'm sure you make it easy, you know, because again, the whole genuine thing, you know, like. People smell it, they know it, they see it, and they go, "Oh, this person's just here to collect the check," kind of <laughs> thing, right? And 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 I can tell you that that's not you, and it, you. it could be from your upbring up upbringing. You know, you're a New York girl, right? Yep. It's a survival mode. <laughs> yep. There is no that's, time to fake it. No, right? you exactly. No, I was. That's exactly how I was raised, yeah. and I was raised with a great family. I've got amazing parents and brothers, and I'm I'm super close with them. And yeah. You know, my mom, I, I would say my mom, they had one rule for me growing up. And it was like, you could do whatever you want. Just don't lie. Yeah. The one rule. And I, I, to this day, that's the one rule that I have. Awesome. It's like, just be honest. Live in your truth. Yeah. You know, <laughs> be honest, be loving, be kind. Those are my three golden rules. I like that. We're doing something good. That's exactly what we have our with our son. Well, we have two. The other one's only two years old. So we, we're going to get him there. But <laughs> right now he's a little knucklehead. But the ten year old, we have them like that. It's the same thing, dude. Be honest. Mm -hmm. We're gonna we're gonna find out. Right. If, if like, it might not be today, tomorrow, it might be a year from now, but we're gonna find out. The longer it takes, it's worse for you, dude. <laughs> so he he gets it. You know, yeah. he gets it. So he doesn't he tells us everything and 
and and I think we've been doing a good job. I'm glad to hear that we're in the right pace because yes. you know, yes. that's good. Good it stuff. Worked out. Yeah. So being in New York, coming out here, you were 15 when you came out here. Mm -hmm. How was that transition? Crazy. Right. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. I have a friend. I don't want to interrupt you, but I have a friend that did it at 18. I think he was, Ooh. and and it was a little bit easier for him. He's a, a, adjusted just fine. Trust mm -hmm. me. He's he lives in Orange right now, city of Orange. He's fine. He's like, he, I would say he's a Californian, but he won't. <laughs> He'll still say he's from New York, from Brooklyn, he says. Right, right. right. But uh, it was hard. I know it was hard for him to adjust. He's told me it was hard for him to adjust living out here. Mm -hmm. For you, how was it? Um, it was hard. I was ready to make a move. You know, I like I was telling you before, I had been through some crazy I don't know if we can curse on this, but mm -hmm. I've, I've been through some crazy, I went through some crazy stuff as a kid, you, can you say know, shit. like I've been through some crazy shit. Yeah. So by the time, by the age of 15, I felt, I used to joke. I was like, I should be retired and living in Florida by now. Like I've lived my life, I'm, <laughs> which was not true. Yeah. I mean, I have had a lot more living to do and still do. Obviously. Yeah. But, <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, it was, it was hard, but I, I thankfully like, I was ready. I knew it was a good move for myself and my family. And I was in a place of wanting that growth. Like, I still stay friends and, and have my best friends in the world that I grew up with in New York. And yeah. we're still tight. Still. We're good. still tight. Um, but I will say that for whatever reason, and I feel this way about L.A., when I was a little girl growing up in New York, I always felt like I belonged in L.A. Really? Yeah. It was this crazy whole uh, this this excitement and feeling and desire to want to be in la in southern california so what about la do you think you felt like that that you just needed to be here you know i i it might have been of course entertainment because okay. that's what i do yeah but i feel it i, I tell the story of like when I drive, you know, because I live in Irvine, and yeah. I make the commute to LA, which weirdly to me is like therapeutic. It's, I know so, it's sometimes crazy. Sometimes like, that's like a four-hour drive sometimes, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's like my time to unwind, and it's it's like weird meditation yeah. time for me. But I tell the story often of like when I'm driving on the 101 and I see that skyline, I see that downtown skyline, yeah. I feel alive. There's mm. like this burst of energy that just, it just, it's like this, knowing of i'm in the right place this is where i belong this yeah. is my city my home my it matches my energy it sounds so hokey but no but it, it makes a lot of sense it does you know um i know you said that since you were a little girl you you kind of knew that you wanted to be in entertainment somehow right mm -hmm. what what do you think it was that that made you realize that that's what you wanted to do at such a young age you know I don't think I knew what it was then. Mm. Like when I was a kid, I thought it was acting, yeah. right? I thought there was something about acting. And and when I got a little bit older, especially I was telling you, I lost, I, I had lost people early on and yeah. a dear friend to suicide when I was just a, early on in my teenage years. Um, and I realized that acting was a gift or being around actors or being around storytellers to be able to kind of... Um, take you out of the world that you're in and and transcend you somewhere else yeah i thought that was a beautiful thing and i wanted to do that for other people mm. so i didn't know what medium it was going to be i thought it was going to be acting that obviously didn't work out <laughs> uh which was fine well you say you did a soap opera i did you, what, what yeah, soap yeah. Opera it was work? called sunset beach what? it was aaron spelling yeah. yeah it was um yeah i mean i, I did i did some things yeah. you know but 
but getting a steady career as an actor, mm-hmm. like you, you have to be waiting tables on the side. You have to be right. working. That's that, that good old story of right, right, like, bartender waiting tables. That was me in my early twenties. <laughs> that was what I did. Yeah. Um, and I and I I realize it now. You know, at the time it was like hitting your head against a wall. Why isn't this working? Why isn't this working? I thought for sure, you know, if I keep doing this and I follow yeah. all the rules and I take every class and I go on every audition and I eventually something's going to hit. And yeah, like things would break every once in a while, but certainly, again, not a way to make a living. Um, and then I realized it, it was weird. I traveled down this weird path through that. And then it, it, it was, I was doing stand-up comedy, which is what got me into writing. Yeah. And then writing eventually got me into writing screenplays and that eventually led me into the world of entertainment journalism and now i am really living like this dream life in this dream career that i didn't even know existed i never would have picked this i didn't know but i trusted the journey and just did what i knew how to do and put my heart into it and thankfully like you know if you if you knock hard enough eventually yeah. someone's gonna open a door yeah, yeah. it's so. crazy how you say you trusted the journey because there's a lot of people i feel that 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 they want to do it and they and they do it but then they give up so quick and so easily because it's like that that failure you know like mm. a lot of people are afraid of, of failing i i'm yeah. i myself I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm afraid of that really oh yeah yeah i've been trying to start uh business my own business for years and i haven't been able to kick it off because afraid of failure you know like not having that that cushion, you know, like leaving something, but you know, it's, it's tough. And, uh, that's why I say, you know, you, for you to just trust that journey, man, um, that, that means that says a lot about you, mm-hmm. you know, you're able to, I mean, you're pretty much putting fate, you know, in, 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 in your hand, in their hands. Is that, did I say it right? Yeah. You're, you're the more literate one than I am. No, I, no, <laughs> I, no, I, no, I, but you know what I'm saying? Right. I don't even think there is a such thing as failure. I, I don't like even just this is I'm just realizing this now. But in this conversation and listening to you talk, I'm feeling like I, I think what's right for you is right for you. Yeah. What's meant to be is meant to be because there was certainly when I was in my 20s, you know, that that's that's a hard age to be in, yeah. you know, and, and you're constantly when you're failing, feeling like you're failing and you're not meeting your mark. Why aren't I here? I'm this age. I don't have this. I don't have that. I'm not yeah. married. I don't have kids. I don't have a house. I don't have a steady job. You know, those things can... It's that New York mentality. Yeah, huh? well, yes, true. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah. But all, all in, I mean, that can really, really tear you apart. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And for me, all it took was one life-changing event. And that was, we kind of talked about it before, but I say this a lot. It was almost losing my mom. Yeah. And, and that put everything into perspective where I didn't care at that point in time stat nothing nothing of status mattered mm-hmm. like what I had in material possessions meant nothing if I didn't have my mom yeah. and after that like thank god she survived and and it took a lot of years getting her back on her feet and in that time I certainly lost everything like I shouldn't say lost everything but all the things that I thought were important to me yeah. kind of just you know fell away but it was after that that I really realized, like, if it's not life or death, what does it matter? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Enjoy the ride. Live your life. You know, do the things. Fill your life with the things and people that make you happy. And the universe will align where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, that is that's that's heavy because uh, there's a lot of us that 
uh, and I say us, I say it very confidently, mm-hmm. uh, that are like, is it though? You know, is it going to align for me? Yeah. You know, like, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm comfortable doing, you know, because I know that. days with what makes you happy. Yeah. Fill your, then it doesn't, it's not about getting something, right? Like, it's not about, you're, it's not like you're going to attain something and then all of a sudden one day be like, well, that's it. I'm satisfied. Yeah. I got it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. no, it's, it's fill. All you have is time. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So what are you going to fill your time with? Fill it with the things you love, the yeah. people you love, the things that you enjoy, the moments that make you happy and be present in those moments. Those moments add, they build, they create, they it's, it's just living in a different state. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna get into that spiritual talk now. I guess I didn't even, ha- I didn't <laughs> I didn't even have it. I didn't even have it on my notes. I didn't. I know that you do. You have a spiritual podcast. And we're gonna get into. We're gonna get into it, but I feel that that's where it's going. And uh, it's it's just funny that so recently I've been. Um, I was going through a little bit of funk. You know, I told you I was kind of like trying to do so many things. You know, and uh, I heard I forget. I got. I, I wish I could plug him, but I forget his name. The guy's a million followers. He's a guru, mm-hmm. uh, Indian fella, and. Uh, he had said something along the lines of um you're you're trying to do all these things and trying to become something that you that you aren't you know whatever and he said the easiest thing is to find out what you're not and stop doing that mm. because you eventually you're going to find out who you are so stop doing the things that you're not you know what i mean does yep. that make sense so i'm always a matter i do a lot of community work so or i try to hundred people that do way more than me but I keep trying to help out and do all these things and, and wear a bunch of different hats. And it's just stressing me the F out, you know? And I'm like, I want to do the right thing, but I don't know if I'm that person to do it. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. No, you, you, you're the only one that knows the answer to that. And I don't even, I don't even necessarily believe in throwing around the word trying mm-hmm. because I feel like it's just doing. Yeah. That's, that, that's the secret to it is like do. And, and I think the key is also action like a lot of people i mean even if you want to get into the spiritual thing it's like a lot of people they talk about you know thinking things and it's like no i I believe in you put action in something and you see the results of that action yeah so it's where it's or where you put your energy however you want to look at it but you know it's it's what's good with you what sits good with you yeah that's, that's what's important. I'm still trying to find out. <laughs> Which is great. Explore you know, like that. the one thing that I've always like, I, I, my family, right? hundred percent, everything mm-hmm. for them. But then there's times when I'm like, I want to help over here. And I'm trying to, uh, somehow find the time to do both. But you know, then this one's taking me away. It's pulling me over here. And then I'm, I'm neglecting this side over here. And I'm like, God, I got to fix this, you know? And, and the easiest thing for me to do is just to walk away from one. And I'm not walking away from my family. So, right. I walk away from the other one, right. but then I feel, I feel like am I, did I fail? No, you know, by by saying like no, I'm not gonna do, I'm not gonna help out anymore. No, I don't. Well, and especially because you're not good to one or the other. Yeah. When you're when you're depleted, yeah. when you're lacking, when you're feeling bad, you're not. No, be present. If if your family's number one, I mean, I have the same thing with them. Like right now, I'm I'm helping out with my family, taking care of my nieces yeah. and my six month old nephew during this pandemic, and it's it's. You know, I don't have the time that I had to devote to myself and my work and things. I still get my work done. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's priority and yeah. I'm exhausted. I'm really tired all the time. Yeah. But those are the things that matter, you know. So yeah, that that's 
you should put your energy where your heart is at and let things unfold because you would be surprised that there might be things that open up down the line that might lead you lead both worlds to marry yeah right it's still under construction and we'll see how it goes maybe next (laughs) month or two but uh no no it's uh just i I don't know why i felt like saying that but i did (laughs) i guess you were the right person you know talk about too um but going into the spiritual thing, mm-hmm. you, you do have a, a podcast, which I didn't even know about until I started doing my research on you. <laughs> and I was like, because you don't post any of that. I do, yeah, only on your stories. Okay, yeah. on your stories. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, my... Well, I should unblock you from my stories. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Oh, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I watch your stories all the time. I'm joking. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I uh, that was a weird thing that happened during the pandemic. I... I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm based in science, like a hundred percent. I say that a lot. I'm, I, um, but I, I do, you know, it, it was an interesting turn of events. So yes, my main thing is entertainment reporting. And when this whole pandemic happened, I had another entertainment reporter friend of mine, um, also on the spiritual side of things. Sam. Sam. Yeah. Mm. And she was like, I know this world what we're going through i feel like we're all spiraling i think we should we should start you know let's and nobody knew how to pick up the pieces at this point yeah. like we weren't the entertainment world had stopped nobody was producing anything i mean it stopped, stopped. Like, like there were no interviews yeah. i didn't know who i was anymore. production everything yeah. right i yeah. was like if i'm not on a carpet who am i yeah. <laughs> if I'm interviewing a celebrity who am i yeah so it was a, i mean it was a definitely a weird transition a weird halt Um, But Sam had come up with this idea of like, well, let's just do a podcast and, you know, let's just talk about kind of how spiritually everybody's all over the place and we all kind of feel like we're spiraling. And I give her all the credit. She came up with the name. Mm -hmm. She produces it. Um, I co-host with her. And, you know, the idea is just talk to people in the in the spiritual world or community. about relevant topics and things and 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 what i appreciate about it is that it's really helping people mm-hmm. like my job is not to judge yeah. i'm not going to judge anybody for their beliefs my job is to hold a conversation with someone yeah and let them tell their story like right. we were talking before the conduit mm-hmm. so you know whether i agree with the guest or not or, you know it's not my job to like agree or be a skeptic yeah just to have a conversation yeah, yeah. and hopefully it helps people which it is that's the best part of it is we've gotten so much feedback from people that that have found peace through our guests yeah. and that to me is like if i can help somebody through that then i'm, I'm doing the right thing it's funny i'm a science guy too i'm like i want to you know hey that thing just fell over did you feel that and i go no it was the wind right? you know, like, yeah. or, or yeah. you know the curtain you know whatever like i'm that guy too I have, you know, everybody, like, even my own family, like, they're all into, like, spirits. And they all, Latinos are like that, right? Except for me. I don't know what happened to me. <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm started to, like, slowly, like, all right. Like, I heard a numbers one. Uh, the most recent one that you guys had on. Oh, yeah. The numbers the, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. You yeah. know, like, and it does make sense. But for, for the longest time, it was always entertainment use only for me, right? Right. Horoscopes, all that stuff. Right. Like, I still don't know any much about it. But it is interesting, and I'm starting to like. And I'm definitely gonna listen to. I gotta go back now and listen to all those other podcasts. We're coming up on our fiftieth episode. I got That's time. How long we've I been in time. lockdown? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, but that, you, once a week, are you guys doing it? Yeah. Or, okay. Yep. Wow, that's all. That is a long time. Yep. Fifty weeks. Yeah. It's over a year. Almost. Almost. Yeah, almost a year. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, I'm gonna go back and listen to all those because uh, uh, I I'm interested. I want to find out what it's all about. Uh, I am again. I'm a science guy, but there's got to be something to the spiritual thing, you know. I think I there's got to the be something. Key, well, the key, the thing is, is that like we don't know. Yeah. And to say that we have answers to everything, I think is is just not correct. Mm-hmm. We don't know. We we have no idea. I don't I don't like anyone that says like I already know the answer. Yeah. Like again, I'm on the side of science, a hundred percent. Yeah. You know, um, I think I'm really into quantum physics, so I think quantum physics has a lot of answers for a lot of things um but it's it's just interesting to talk to people and it's interesting to see you know what what helps and wh- i have met some amazing people yeah. doing that podcast again yeah. people who i've become great friends with and people who have helped me heal and want to help me you know certain things if i'm going through physically amazing people who are really quick to guide me and aid me and just i I, it's it's been a great experience yeah that's another thing is you learn so much from these podcasts and these conversations that we have again putting the phone down and just talking to people right even though i know some of yours are mostly on the phone or you guys have in in person interviews no they're all over zoom we talk all all over over the world so yeah we record over zoom and then post on youtube and all all over every um uh, every podcast platform Mm -hmm and uh and instagram all right Mm -hmm. yeah well there is again you gain something from every conversation you know you may not be able to take i'll tell you right now for me not everybody's different but i may not obtain everything that i had a conversation about that we talked about like i don't remember how i even opened the show today but there's certain things that i will that might be the tequila (laughs) (laughs) but there is a lot of there's those important things maybe it's that arc that you were talking about Mm -hmm. earlier right and then uh, maybe that right. I don't really get it too much in present time, but somehow it comes to me. Mm-hmm. You know what it's I mean? It's the feeling. Yeah. It's the feeling. That's what matters. That's what you take away from every experience. Yeah. Yep. I love it. I'm glad I had this conversation with you. Right. Me too. Yeah. I'm so glad we're this having is this fun. conversation. This is, this is probably one of many. You know, we might do more. Who knows? Right. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm glad that you came. Yes. I appreciate it for your time. Yeah. Uh, I I enjoy again. I enjoy your videos. I can't wait to see more interviews. Uh, so much that I had here that I don't even remember how many times. Like I never even glanced here. I don't, these, these notes are just like for optics. They they think that I actually work. I don't. I just <laughs> you talk. Do. I just you talk. Do. You do. <laughs> but anyways, uh, thank you very much again. Uh, you want to let everybody know where they can find you, where they can check you out. Yeah. No, you can find me on Instagram under the savvy scribbler. I'm joking about I made it as difficult as possible. Yeah. T-H-E-S-A-V-V-Y-S-C-R-I-B-B-L-E-R. Bam. Scribbler. Yeah. I'm a writer. What can I say? I'm going to add all this to the show notes yeah. too. But I just enjoy listening to you say it. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, yeah, no, and I write for um, In Love Magazine. We're, we're right. digital and and uh, in print, and we're a seasonal magazine. I'm... I'm uh, you can hear the <laughs> yeah it's gonna be hard to get no you know denoise that one but I'm it's like, there yeah for me. they um, found you they must have found you <laughs> so uh yeah no i am head writer and co-producer of the magazine and then i'm also um host uh, on a on-air correspondent and producer for hollywood first look we are on cable um and then you can find our segments on youtube yeah so there you go yeah and then your website? Oh, thesarycohen.com. Yeah. 
right? I made all none of the names match. So yeah. on Instagram is different. <laughs> Website. She just wanted to make you guys work a little harder. Totally, so. it's worth it. It's yeah. worth a dig. And then Twitter is ask underscore Sari. Love it. I love it. Well, there you guys have it. This has been a great interview. Uh, I love it. Thank you again for coming on. I appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. This is Fidel signing off. We'll see you guys later. Host Tell it like it is, only tell it real. Live every Tuesday, you know the deal. We talking again, we talking again. Now tuned in to the tap in. Now tuned in to the tap in. Now tuned in to the tap in. We talking again, we talking again.